ACASTCAST. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in-store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello. And welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement, Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure that we have a returning special guest to our show, Dr. Susan Shumsky. Dr. Shumsky is on the show today to discuss her new book, Earth Energy Meditations, Awakening Your Root, Awaken Your Root Chakra, the foundation of well-being. Dr. Shumsky is a returning guest, and I had the pleasure of conducting our first interview in August of 2020 this year regarding her books, The Big Book of Chakras and Third Eye Meditations. Dr. Shumsky has dedicated her life to helping people to take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She's the best-selling author of 14 books published by Red Wheel and New Page, Simon & Schuster, Random House Penguin, and Skyhorse. A pioneer in the human potential field, Dr. Shumsky has spent 50 years teaching thousands of people about meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. She's a highly respected spiritual teacher, award-winning author, and founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field-proven technology for contacting the divine presence, hearing and testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. For 22 years, Dr. Shumsky's mentor was Maharashi Mahesh Yogi, who was the guru of the Beatles and the guru of Deepak Chopra. Dr. Shumsky served on the Maharashi's personal staff for six years. Earth Energy Meditations provides an answer to these maladies. It helps us reconnect with the earth and primal energies with powerful, easy-to-use methods of guided meditation, affirmation, visualization, 
breathing, and physical movements. By practicing these techniques in her new book, we can reap the benefits of an open, clear, and healthy root chakra. We can return to a sense of stability, security, protection, and centered well-being. And we can enjoy strength of character, integrity, perseverance, persistence, self-acceptance, vitality, healthy survival instinct, and prosperity. Awaken the root to yourself and your connection to the world with Earth Energy Meditations. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Dr. Susan, Susan Shumsky to the show. Hi, Dr. Shumsky. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. It's great to speak with you again, and uh, thanks for inviting it's me. It's absolutely my pleasure, and I'm going to say one of the best things that I get to enjoy is having a returning guest <laughs> who has more, <laughs> more content to produce for our world that will benefit all of us. And I'm really excited to talk about Earth Energy Meditations because of 2020, its impact, and where we're going moving forward. And my first question I want to ask you, I was looking at, at your book, is what motivated you to write this particular book and at this particular time? Well, uh, I wrote the book before the pandemic, but it certainly is very much uh, important at this time that people uh, become more self-sufficient, become more self-empowered. And the reason I wrote this book was to focus specifically on people who are highly sensitive. There's a kind of a pathology now. It's called P, meaning highly sensitive people. I call them energy sponges. An energy sponge (laughs) is the person who absorbs energy around them as a sponge absorbs water and as they go through their day they get drained by the people around them they just feel like everyone they meet is like a vampire or a parasite who's just sucking them dry and draining their energy and then by the end of the day all they can do is just lie in their bed and collapse because it's so exhausting to be in the environment of negative people around them when they're absorbing all of the energy. And I think that many people can relate to this to some degree or another, that they just feel drained sometimes by people and energies in their environment. 100%. I can tell you firsthand that each of us that might have encountered individuals who are toxic to us can cause us a lot of negativity, and it almost has to be like we're allergic (laughs) to people that cause that kind of, of negativity. Um, right, toxic relationships. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, toxic relationships and the like. And I want to ask you, why do you think we've become so highly sensitive to, you know, to our prior generations? That's interesting. That's an interesting question. Um, I don't think that there is, there's actually a negative thing that we're so highly sensitive. I believe that it's actually a more highly evolved state of consciousness to be very aware of energies around us, it really indicates that there is a thinning of the veil between this realm and the subtle realms of existence. And so I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it really began in the 60s with the spiritual revolution that changed the entire world through so many people learning to meditate and the awareness of subtle realms of existence becoming uh, more prominent in people's consciousness. 
And I think that because of the thinning of the veils, people really are more sensitive. And, but they need to learn how to deal with that. I can understand that. The title of your book, Earth Energy Meditations? I wanted to ask for our audience, what do you mean when you say earth energies and why is it important for us to learn and understand it in reference to our own meditation routine? Well, earth energies really means our connection to the earth, and it also has to do with grounding, with being grounded. In other words, being in your body, uh, being in the world but not of the world, which means that you're fully uh, present in your body all the time, but yet you have an eye to subtler realms of existence as well. So you can be a spiritual being and also an earthly being. Uh, my guru, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, he used to call it uh, having 200% of life, 100% absolute, 100% relative, meaning in this realm of duality uh, that we live in, we can also have the experience of transcendental awareness or higher consciousness at the same time. So I like to merge the two worlds together into one so that we can experience higher realms and yet be successful in our daily life, be successful in all areas, so I think we can experience um, great prosperity, great joy, great love, uh, all the wonders of this relative existence, but also have our mind in the transcendent, in the beyond, our mind beyond this relative world, in a place of peace and love and joy, a place really that we're all seeking, a place of stability, a place of great integrity and inner strength. Those are all qualities we all desperately need right now. <laughs> so I feel like that's I agree. something that can benefit us from discussing this topic and looking at your book today. I want to ask you this. What's the significance of understanding one's root chakra within the context, the context of earth energy meditations? Well, you know, we have seven major chakras. We actually have hundreds of chakras in our subtle body, but the main seven chakras uh, are in, uh, go along the spinal canal, and they're in our subtle body. They're not in our gross physical body. In fact, they're in a different realm of existence, um, if you want to know the truth. They're, if you were to dissect a corpse, you would not find a chakra anywhere. They don't exist according to Western medicine. But at the base of our spine is the root chakra, and that is our connection to the earth, and it's our connection to uh, the most uh, basic aspects of our existence. Our very survival is in the root chakra. Our uh, connection to uh, mundane existence our connection to, for example, do we have enough money? Are we, are we going to be able to eat and put food on the table? Uh, so our root chakra is really being challenged at this time with the pandemic where people really are having 
there's food shortages, there's people waiting in very long, mile-long lines to get handouts uh, to even be able to put food on the table. It's a very challenging time now, and the root chakra energies, the root chakra challenges are really coming up now, the challenge of survival. So uh, we need to become strong. We need to become more integrated and whole, and that will help us to be able to survive during this time. I'm looking at, if I'm a member of our audience and I'm looking at your book and I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated myself. I try to meditate during this pandemic and there's nothing that helps me get there. What recommendation would you have to someone in our audience under those kind of circumstances where they really want to meditate, but for whatever reason, their mind races, they have a hard time visualizing, they can't get to where your book might be able to take them if they were able to open up better. How would you suggest that they might particularly change that and become more receptive? You know, meditation is really the simplest thing that you could ever do uh, in the way that I teach it. In other words, something called guided meditation, that is what I propose that people begin with. Beginners or people who are having a difficult time trying to meditate, trying in itself, that word is something that never should be part of a vocabulary of someone who's meditating because meditation is about comfort, ease, effortlessness, letting go, and completely giving up, really. That's what meditation is. It's about allowing and letting go. Now, guided meditation is wonderful because that is a way that you can experience meditation without doing anything. I call it the do-nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And the less that you do, the better experience you're going to have. So when you uh, use a guided meditation practice, you just follow the instructions. You're led step-by-step every moment through the meditation. You really don't have time for your mind to wander or to do anything else because you're just following following the instructions step by step so you can either read the words on the page and that can lead you into meditation or for an even better experience better result would be to record the words of the meditation onto a device such as your computer or whatever handheld device that you have and then You just sit down in a comfortable chair and turn off (laughs) any distractions in the environment. Just sit down comfortably, close your eyes, uh, play back the recording, and your own voice will guide you into meditation. So that's what I recommend that you do uh, when you're using this book, which is called uh, Earth Energy Meditations. So uh, that's a great way to do it. Also, there is or will be very shortly an audio book that you can get online uh, of the the text of this so that that can also guide you into meditation, just listening to the audio book. I noticed 
at the end of each chapter, you have different forms of mantras, visualizations, affirmations, and uh, I guess meditations as well. You have different exercises. Can you discuss that in terms of our uh, how, how it's important and, and why those exercises can help our audience? Uh, yes. Um, there are many forms of meditation, and some of the forms of meditation that I use are not just close your eyes and go into a deep meditative state in, in a deep relaxation. I also include in the book affirmations and decrees and mantras, which are, I could call them spoken meditations, meditations that you speak. And those have very profound results in changing your mood and changing your emotional state immediately. So it's, an instant result when you speak these affirmations. They're very, very powerful, and they work. They really work. And um, some of the affirmations in the book will help you to become more self-empowered. They will help you to be, have more integrity. They will help you to not be a psychic sponge, to be the opposite of a psychic sponge. In other words, they help you to close off your aura so that you're not subject to the energies of your environment. They also have a healing effect. Uh, these, some of these affirmations will have a healing effect. Some of the affirmations are for divine protection uh, so that you, as you're going through your day, you are going to feel very protected and these energies around you will not take hold. You'll be standing in your inner power, self-empowerment. So these things are very, very important now, especially during this time. I'll say this. During the pandemic, so many people had to retreat inwards because we were forced to stay home in quarantine or lockdown. And I think meditation is such a powerful vehicle to strengthen ourselves with empowerment and calming our mind and gaining our ability to get a balance. Did you, how do I say it? Do you find that there is a connection with what's been going on this year and an increase in one's desire as our society for meditation and different healing modalities that may not have been as critical a year ago because of the pandemic and everything that's happened this year? Uh, yes, I, I do believe that that's true. And, you know, I was kind of surprised that in the middle of the pandemic when we were all in lockdown, uh, Jimmy Fallon had a meditation teacher who actually led it. a guided <laughs> meditation on The Tonight Show. And, and in my it. life, I've never thought that I would experience uh, The Tonight Show having a, <laughs> having a, a meditation teacher guide a meditation. And that was uh, thrilling to me because, obviously, I've been in this field since 1966 when I first had, had my first meditation experience. So to see that was very, really <laughs> astounding and amazing, rewarding right? for me. Yeah, really amazing. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. What's the astral plane and why is it important in developing one's spirituality within the context of your book? Well, there's four basic planes of existence. There's the spiritual world, the mental world, the astral world, and the environmental world. And the astral world is one of these planes. Uh, it is a 
kind of a gray place. Some people call it limbo. There's various names for it. But it is a place where beings exist or live who have not gone into the light after death. Let me explain that. I'm sure that many of you know about the near-death experience. And the near-death experience is quite common. Uh, Thousands of people have, tens of thousands of people have reported that they had a near-death experience. And they report similar experiences. Uh, Many of them report that they, during their near-death experience, they see a tunnel. They see a light at the end of the tunnel. They often see their loved ones ushering them into the light. They go into the light, and then they meet a divine being, according to their religious beliefs. They might meet Jesus or another divine being. And then they have a conversation with this divine being, and then they are given a choice whether they want to go ahead and go into the light or whether they want to go back. And often they are told that maybe your time is not up and, and it's time for you to go back and go back into your body and continue your life. So that's why it's called near-death experience because they don't really die. But I do believe that this scenario that I've just described, that is what happens after death. But there are some people who do not go into that light after death for various reasons, either they don't see the light or actually I've counted 15 reasons why people don't go into the light after death. But um, some of these reasons might be that they, they actually don't even believe in an afterlife and so on. There's several reasons, but they get stuck or stranded in what's called the astral plane or the astral world, and they don't move on into the light. Now, these beings who are stuck in the astral world, um, they're suffering, you know, they're obviously, they, they didn't go into the heavenly light, and so uh, they're, they're stranded, they're stuck, they, they don't know what to do, they don't know how to move on, and it's very challenging for them. And some of them actually choose to be in that place, And some of them are what we call faker spirits who pretend to be something that they're not really. And they are influencing human beings. So we need to learn about the astral plane and we need to learn how to heal these entities and send them into the light. And we need to know when we are being influenced by such entities. So that's really... um, yeah, that in a nutshell is what the astral plane is. I'm looking at protection of your energy field, and I wanted to ask you, what's the fear, the fear of sacred protection, and how can it help us with safeguarding one's energy field? Well, you can imagine or visualize a sphere of divine protection or a kind of a bubble of protection. That visualization can help you to prevent the psychic sponge syndrome or the highly sensitive person syndrome. Uh, When we we establish a bubble of protection around us, 
then we're not subject to the these negative energies in our environment. So one way to do that is to simply close your eyes and just imagine that there's a beautiful, beautiful light of God above your head, a beautiful, beautiful divine light of whatever color comes to mind. And then just imagine that this divine light is descending into and around your physical body. And imagine this radiant, beautiful light is now just uh, descending into your body and filling your entire body and your energy field with this radiant, divine light of God. And as, as this light descends, it also begins to grow brighter and brighter and brighter and starts to expand from the center, perhaps from your heart, let's say, and it's expanding now from your heart and becoming bigger and bigger and more vibrant and more radiant, and it starts to fill your entire body and then even extends beyond your physical body, around your body, and establishing a beautiful sphere of divine light which is the radiant light of God. And then we could just say, the light of God surrounds me, the love of God enfolds me, the power of God protects me, the presence of God watches over me, wherever I am, God is, and all is well. So you can visualize that sphere and also say the affirmation that I just um, said, And that can help you to establish a beautiful, protective, divine sphere wherever you go. As you're you're describing this, and I was looking at your book earlier, one of the things that really impressed me is how you include an eclectic approach. You include different protections and chants and affirmations between Buddha and the the Psalm of David and various other uh, historical religious figures and, and, and concepts. And I wanted to ask you, how did you pick the particular affirmations and protections and mantras for this for these chapters, the different ones that you did? For example, I see a Buddha protection that you have here. You also have uh, – I, I like that because I, I, I believe in that. You know, St. Patrick's breastplate, these are things that I, I think are very beneficial. I want to ask you what, what prompted you to uh, include such a diverse, broad uh, of uh, religious-type spiritual concepts. I like it. Uh, Yes, I've always been eclectic. I've always been ecumenical. I've always been somebody that believes in the good of all various religions throughout the world and that the truth of all religions, the fundamental truth of all religions, is the same. Um, In fact, there's even a a prayer in that book, uh, Earth Energy Meditations, there's a prayer of protection from uh, Muslim religion as well. So I love that. <laughs> uh, I, I tried to uh, include, be very inclusive of all faiths and all religions because they all have value and they all have something to offer. I really love this book. I mean, I think, think it's fantastic. When I was going through it uh, for another interview I was doing, I was saying, my goodness, this book is really good. <laughs> well, you know because, what I like the most about that approach? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Um, no, no. Uh, 
I was excited because of the ecumenical aspect, of, because of the fact that I inclu- was so inclusive of all these different, very valuable prayers and traditional. They've been people have been using these for centuries, so they have a certain vibration to them that when you when you use them more and more and more people use them, they have a greater impact they have a greater vibration that they've they've actually taken on like a life of their own with with a more profound meaningful and effective uh vibration that that really changes transforms people very quickly it's like for example the lord's prayer let's say something that people have been using for centuries and centuries it has a vibration that that has a profound a meaningful result. And that's very true. I just, I just want to comment on it because I really appreciate that because that's something that I personally believe in as well is to include a, as many different spiritual uh, branches to the tree as possible. And that's what I like about that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think are the methods that you would recommend for our audience to consider in order to receive inner guidance and increase one's inner, in, inner wisdom? Well, it's really what I teach is something called divine revelation, and that is what I assist people to develop their intuitive abilities. I wrote a book called Awaken Your Divine Intuition, which is written like a uh, seminar, actually. It's like a workbook or a step-by-step way for you to develop your intuitive abilities, your clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient abilities, and to really learn how to listen to the still small voice of divine intuition within, which is your higher self speaking to you, and also divine beings that you want to communicate with. And the principle of everything that I teach, including this ability, this intuitive ability, is there's one principle, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. So my technique for people developing their intuition is to ask. And how you would do that is you would sit down in a chair and you close your eyes and you would take a few deep breaths, first of all, because taking the deep breath takes you into a deeper and deeper meditative state. And I recommend you call upon a divine being that you believe in and that you feel comfortable calling upon. You may call upon Jesus. You may call upon Hashem. You may call upon Lord Krishna, call upon Lord Buddha, whatever it is that you feel, great spirit, whatever. You call upon a divine being and you ask to be taken deeper. You ask. You call upon. You ask. You actually verbally with your voice out loud, audibly, you ask. You call upon and you ask. You say, okay, Hashem, please take me deeper or whatever you want to call upon. And then you take some more deep breaths, going even deeper, intending to go deeper, deeper into inner quietude. And then once you get into a state of deep relaxation, after you've taken several deep breaths and several rounds perhaps of deep breaths, uh, and then you, you're feeling very centered and quiet. You're feeling like you are in a very deeply relaxed state, a meditative state. And then you do something that people normally don't do in meditation, but that I recommend that you do. 
and that is to ask. You ask a question or you ask for guidance, you ask for inspiration, you ask for advice about a specific problem that you're having, or you ask for creative ideas about a project you're working on. And you, you say that verbally, it's not, not just in your head, you actually say it. And then you take another big deep breath, and then you do what I call the do-nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. The less you do, the better, better result you'll have. And then that answer will come to you. It will occur to you. It will either come as a vision, a voice, or a feeling. And you'll receive the answer. You'll receive, you'll begin to have a dialogue with spirit, actually. When you're asking and receiving, it means you're talking to spirit and spirit is talking back to you. So you start to have a conversation with spirit. And that is the fastest, easiest way to develop intuition is to begin to ask and receive and begin the conversation, the two-way conversation with spirit, with a capital S, spirit. As you said that, I got the words opening up the the dialogue between us and spirit or ourselves. I think that's just amazing. It's a great concept and it does apply very importantly for what we need to do in order to uh, gain our inner wisdom. <clears throat> what do you, chapter five, you talk about releasing what doesn't serve you. And we all are prone to this. <laughs> How can we heal past trauma in our lives through meditation? Well, yes, meditation is a very powerful way to do that. Uh, it's a very powerful way to let go of negative experiences, negative traumatic past experiences, emotions, imprints, uh, sanskaras, what they say in India, sanskaras. So we, we need to let go of these old ideas that we've been holding on to, these old uh, imprints that have been left over from past trauma. And one way we can do that is through using affirmations. And I'm a big, big advocate of using affirmations to heal everything and anything. And I, they are so powerful and they really work so quickly. So if you wish to release, for example, um, negative thoughts and emotions that you have been harboring, You can use a very simple technique that I call the thought form healing method in which you simply say something like this. I call upon the Holy Spirit to uh, shine the light of truth upon all limiting thoughts, feelings, and emotions that no longer serve me. I now release thoughts of, and then you would just, whatever thoughts are coming up for you, you just say them. You might say, I now release thoughts of fear, uh, phobias, anger, guilt, shame, unworthiness, whatever thoughts are coming in your mind. And then uh, you would say, these thoughts are now lifted, healed, released, dissolved, and let go into the light of divine love and truth. And I am now filled with positive, powerful, new thoughts and emotions of love, peace, happiness, joy, freedom, fulfillment, grace, wisdom, strength. And I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. 
thank you, God, and so it is. So, so an affirmation like that can help to uh, release limiting thoughts and emotions. Uh, if you want to heal past life traumas, you can do that by going into a meditative state and getting, getting uh, the feeling or the sense of what phobia you wish to uh, release. For example, let's say you, you have a fear of flying, let's say, fear of flying. So what you would do is you would, in your, when you're in a deep meditative state, you would imagine yourself flying and you bring up for yourself all the fears and everything you're feeling, the emotions, the, uh, the physical kind of visceral reaction you're having, you know, uh, maybe you're sweating, maybe you're feeling so anxious and you just get into that feeling and increase that feeling even double the feeling and then maybe double it again. So it becomes more and more and more intense. And then you ask spirit, you say spirit, or you call upon a divine being. You might say, please, Jesus, could you show me the first time I ever had this experience in a past life? And then just take a big deep breath. And then just whatever movie plays in your head, you'll see an experience of yourself in the past and you look down, see what you're wearing, see what situation you're in, uh, see the environment, what's going on, and then play the movie. And then uh, you'll go through whatever experience you had in the past, in some past life, and then you just say an affirmation after that, something like, I now release from my mind this limiting belief uh, a fear of flying that no longer serves me and I know now that I am safe and that I can fly safely and that this past experience need not govern my current situation. So just say something like that and then just say thank you God and so it is and then come forth from that and you'll find that the fear of flying has lessened because you've gone through, you've seen the, the past life experience that you had of this fear of flying and you see why you have it and why it's so irrational that you don't need to have it anymore. Uh, I, can, I think it's a phenomenal point and I think it's important to look at the root of all that. I'm looking at well, the, chapter no. six. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, what you saying? I was just going to say that, yes, it's a very good way to heal uh, various phobias and traumas is to see the past life origin of them. It could be in this life, too, by the way. It doesn't have to be in the past life. It could be something that happened as as a child. Maybe you had sexual abuse as a child, for example, and you can look at that. It's uh, it's kind of like what's baked into our inner person, and then trying to separate that and heal it. It's a very, it could be a very effective thing through this type of exercise. I um yes. One of the things I, I can relate to in chapter six, and we talk about practicing safe spirituality. Like when you first get exposed to this stuff, or you first really start thinking about it, and you have a spiritual awakening experience. And I remember a couple of years ago when I first started doing the psychic stuff, uh, mediumship stuff, and my and doing the show even. I was so hungry for information. And one of the things I saw that you raised that I relate to personally is 
there's so much information, so massive, the, the, the breadth of this stuff. And I wanted to ask you, looking at that as a, as a backdrop to it, what steps do you believe someone new to this stuff should take in understanding the, the spectrum of spirituality as it's presented in our modern-day era? And what role do you think we should do to practice safer spirituality within ourselves as we grow and learn this stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, I've actually developed a system, 10-test system that I, I call um, the uh, 10 aspects of spiritual discernment. And that's something I teach in my book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition. It can be very, very helpful, especially when you're learning, developing your psychic sense or your, your intuitive abilities. These 10 tests of spiritual discernment are very powerful and and they work Um, the thing is that it's sort of like um, we need to have like a little antenna (laughs) a BS detector or something so that we're not prone to being sucked in by uh, certain cults or cult leaders that uh, can ruin our lives basically so important when you're looking to learn from a teacher, uh, it's important to look out for things that are that will not benefit you. For example, if the leader says that uh, that they have the uh, only that they have the the corner of the market on spirituality, in other words, that theirs. <laughs> Theirs is the only way to realize God or something like that. Um, that's just not true. I mean, look for things that just simply don't make sense, that they're not true. Um, somebody who's telling you that uh, some fantastic, crazy thing, like uh, people were dropped into volcanoes at the beginning of the world, yeah. you know, whatever it is, I mean, just, just, Think about the logic and the, and really the validity of, of something that just makes absolutely no sense before you sign the dotted line and make it a make a a uh, agreement of a billion year agreement of for your soul or whatever you know these things are just you you have to look at these things with a rational eye and also trust your feelings because your feelings are really right. And if you have a something in the back of your mind, just a little doubt in your mind that there's really maybe something going on here that's amiss, trust that. Trust your BS detector. What role do you believe self-love serves in one's journey at understanding earth energy meditations and awakening one's root chakra? Well, self-love, you know, that really is something that we need to develop uh, in order to even begin the process of Mm. spiritual development. Because the reason why you're getting involved with spiritual development, the reason why you want to attain higher consciousness is because of love, is because of self-love. Everything in the world, actually, all motives boil down to one motive, and that is love. Love is the thing that uh, actually motivates everything, everyone and everything. 
it's absolutely universal. Love is the thing that makes the world go round. I mean, <laughs> love makes the world go round. It's absolutely true that we, uh, we live for love. Everything we do, every motive, the, the underlying motive is love. So when we want to uh, cleanse ourselves, cleanse our root chakra, when we want to develop our inner strength and integrity, it's all because of love. It's because we want to have more love in our lives. We want to be loved. We want to be loving. We want to have loving relationships. We want to love ourselves. We want to love God. It's all part of one spiritual soup that's called love. And we want to experience love all of us. All of us want to experience love. So self-love will help us to be motivated to continue on the the spiritual pathway. It helps us to, oh, yeah, I I want to feel better. I I don't want to feel like crap today. I actually want to feel good because I love myself enough that, that I want to be in a good space. So let me just get that Earth Energy Meditations book out and let me try these, some of these techniques, like maybe these uh, exercises that are in the book. Um, I have some wonderful little simple exercises you can do to immediately elevate yourself and feel more connected and feel more integrated. So I put some of these little exercises in there that are really simple, easy to do, just little movements you can do that are based on Chinese medicine, and they just make you feel better. And don't you want to feel better? If you love yourself, you're going to want to feel better. Is there a particular exercise or mantra or meditation that you could do for us on the show for a few minutes just to kind of give our audience a taste of some simplistic few-minute thing that they can do at any moment when they're overwhelmed that you'd recommend? Uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, Let's uh, do a little visualization and a little affirmation. So why don't we just get comfortable in our chairs and just close our eyes and let's take a big deep breath unite with each other breathe in and let it go and let's take a big deep breath of divine love breathe in and release and let's take another big deep breath of relaxation breathe in and let it go and let us just Uh, let's just begin by saying this affirmation. Just repeat after me. I am in control. I am in control. I am one with God. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light. I close off my aura and body of light. 
to the lower astral levels of mind. And I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. Wow. Now let's just take a deep breath and go even deeper. Breathe in and let it go. And let us just imagine that there is a beautiful little flame within our heart. This flame is the flame of divine love. Let's imagine that this flame of divine love begins to flicker, begins to grow in its intensity. It begins to grow and grow and become more of a, more of a burning fire, a fire of beautiful, beautiful divine love. This beautiful divine love fire within our heart is beginning to grow and expand and become a uh, beauteous, glowing, radiating light of purity, of wholeness, of oneness, of joy, of energy, and of fulfillment. And let us imagine that that divine light is beginning to take over our entire body and energy field. And this light, this blazing light, is releasing and healing all negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions that no longer serve us. It's beginning to burn off all the dross, all the leftover resentments, the fears, the anger, the guilt, the blame, the shame. It's all being burnt off by this radiant, fiery light of divine love. This light of divine love now fills our entire energy field and it lifts us to a higher vibration. It makes us more and more uh, radiant, more joyous, filled with fulfillment, filled with beauty, filled with grace, filled with blessedness. And this light is now expanding beyond the boundaries of our physical form. It is surrounding us and filling us with radiance, with strength, with integrity, with power, with energy. And we are energized. We are feeling a a tremendous, tremendous energy buzz. It's like energy is just, just like electricity going through, throughout our bodies, just bringing greater and greater health, greater wellness greater robust health as our uh, light, as, as this divine light love, divine light of love fills, surrounds us and pervades our being. And it blesses not only ourselves, but everyone around us. And we are feeling the integrity of this light, which brings us tremendous, uh, tremendous, strength, tremendous power, tremendous integrity, and we are at peace. We feel the radiance of the divine light filling and surrounding us now with perfect peace. So we we give gratitude now as we come forth from this meditation, 
and just keep your eyes closed until I tell you to open them. We're just going to pretend we're blowing out candles. We're just going to puff out air as if we're blowing out candles like this. So let's just do that together. And we're going to actually come forth uh, bringing with us from this meditation all the love, the light, the power, and the energy that we have acquired during this meditation. We're bringing that right out into our physical life, into our into this day and every day. So we're just going to blow out at least four more candles and then come all the way out to inward and outward balance and open our eyes. (laughs) Blow out at least four more candles now. Come all the way out. Open your eyes. If you don't feel like opening your eyes, blow out more candles. Blow out more candles, open your eyes, and just say, I am alert. Just say after me, I am alert. I am alert. I, I am awake. I am awake. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am in control. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I'm the only authority in my life. Thank you, God, and so it is. Thank you, God, and so it is. All right. A little meditation. (laughs) That was phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite things, one of my favorite things of the show is when we do the guided meditation, because I feel like everything we just discussed in the interview about your book, Earth Energy Meditations was just put into direct practice. That was a perfect exercise to give our audience an example of how this stuff can directly benefit them in real life and real time. I appreciate that. Thank you for doing that with us. Well, thanks for asking me to do that. (laughs) Dr. Shumsky, we're drawing close to the end of the interview. I want to ask you if our audience wants to reach out to you. I know your website's divinerevelation.org. I wanted to ask if there's any other contact information for audience if they wanted to reach out to you or, or you know, follow up with you further. Where would they, where would they find you? Yes, my website is uh, drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And also I have another website called divinetravels.com. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L. S, there is an S on the end. That is Divine Travels, plural on the travels. DivineTravels.com, where you can find out about the cruise ship seminars, tours to sacred destinations, and so forth. Obviously, those are not happening at the moment, but they will be happening soon. So you can check that out on the website, uh, DivineTravels.com. And DrSusan.org is where you can... Um, there's just tons of information on that website um, about my books and you can listen to tons of interviews and watch videos, everything. It's all there. What's coming up for you in 2021 that you'd like to share our audience? Well, I do have a couple of cruises coming up, a cruise to Tahiti in July and one to the Greek Isles in October. And you can find out more about those at divinetravels.com. And, uh, and I have another book that will be coming out. It's called 
Prosperity Meditations, my next book. Prosperity Meditations is the title that will be coming out. And then also I have another book that I'm writing right now, which is called How India Influenced the Beatles. Ah, well, I'm going to say this. Like I said last time, Forum, this show is an open invitation to you on any of your upcoming books. I would love to have you talk about this stuff because it's so beneficial to our audience. And it's just personally so rewarding for me to have you come on the show. So I want to let you know that. Well, thanks. Thank you so much. And thanks for inviting me. I enjoyed speaking with you so much. (laughs) You know, if someone was asked me a year ago, what would be one of the best things you'd enjoy the most about your podcast? I'd say having someone like you come on the show and do a guided meditation, talk about earth energy meditations. (laughs) It's a, it's it's a, it's a great, it's a great opportunity. And I, I, I know our audience deeply appreciates you and I do as well. Well, thanks. I, uh, I just want to thank you for coming on the show and, and definitely keep us in mind with your, with your new projects as they, as they come to fruition in 2021. If you were to look back on your life and in terms of how many diverse, amazing experiences you've had, what would be the most compelling aspect of your experience that you would share with our audience today that you've never shared with anyone else about your personal experience with this stuff that you find just the most enriching for you personally? This moment and every precious moment. I love that. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) The here and now. I like that. Mindfulness. Great. (laughs) There's nothing. No, it's not mindfulness. It is being here right now in the presence in the holy presence of your own inner divinity it is beautiful experiencing who you really are right here right now in this moment and every precious moment that's got to be the best message to leave our audience with at this point (laughs) that i think would be valuable aside from everything in earth energy meditation that we discussed today. <laughs> thank you for well, coming yeah, on the show, Dr. Shumsky. I really Great. I wish thank you a happy you. new year. I wish you the best of fortune and safety and health in, in the upcoming year and beyond. And I look forward to having you back on again in the future. <laughs> to, uh, to Absolutely. Very important, credible, you know, incredible topic and, and everything that you're doing to heal our world is just greatly appreciated. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. I just want to thank Dr. Shumsky for coming on the show. Earth Energy Meditations, Awaken Your Root Chakra, The Foundation of Well-Being. This book is extremely essential for our audience at this time. I believe that Dr. Shumsky has dedicated her life and taken command in this area for a particular reason. Her 14 books, her, her wealth of, and, and depth of experience in meditation, prayer, affirmation, intuition, and in personal empowerment, I believe that this is very important, critical stuff for our audience to look at, consider, and we can, in fact, become empowered. We can gain self-acceptance, stability, and well-being. And that's what I believe Dr. Shumsky's Earth 
Uh, Earth Energy Meditations is a starting piece of that exercise, and I encourage each of you to check this book out, check out Dr. Shumsky, and definitely go to her website. And uh, I just want to I just want to thank each of you for tuning into this episode. We're gonna have more episodes coming up in 2021 with more guests. And if anyone has any questions about this particular author or any other topic on our show, feel free to contact me directly at info at the letter D, socialpsychicradio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy New Year to each of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones, and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.